missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Going all the way back to 2010 this week with the Monday Morning Throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. 12 years ago, huh? The best little sub shop you've never heard of. Unless you listen to this program, we talk about it quite Mm -hmm. often. Love the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. Brendan and Mike making amazing food, little cheesecakes. They're so delicious. I just wish they were a little closer. (laughs) It's an hour drive, Shaw. Nice and it's, drive, though. it's a nice little drive, and there's uh, certainly some breweries up there that I like to patronize. Mm, there you go. But uh, kind of difficult to go up there on like a Tuesday afternoon, hit the breweries, and then be like, hey, I should drive back to Lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> this is from 12 years ago. And right around this time of year, 12 years ago, there was a local discussion about allowing people to have chickens in their backyard. Yes. Remember Great how, chicken debate. Remember how volatile the conversation yes. was? People were very upset about chickens. Now we have chickens. Yeah, and nobody uh, seems to mind. And nobody seems to give a rat's ass because people like to get worked up in a tizzy about things that don't really bother them. Right, Shaw? It's happened. So at the time of our discussion about chickens in backyards. Mm-hmm. Backyard chickens. We decided it might be a good idea to bring a chicken into the oh, studio. Oh, boy. Remember that day. This was one of the several chickens that have made their way into the studio here at 201 State Street. This was Molly the chicken, mm-hmm. not Peaches the chicken, which was the chicken that Scrady tried to hypnotize. Molly was from our good friend Lori Wilhelmson, yes. who uh, was working here at the time, and then she left, and now she's back. And, and she, she, left she left again. She's gone again? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Is this stuff in Teams Outlook? What calendar is this on? I don't you know. Pay what the attention hell. a little bit better. Is she okay? Am I? Oh, yeah, she's fine. Oh, okay. She's farming. Good. Well, yeah, she, the farming. reason why we went to her for a chicken is because she farms. farms. Right. She had chickens. She's, she loves her chickens. She so, Scrady was in the studio that morning, Shaw, with the chicken, and you know yeah. how he is with animals. Mm-hmm. It didn't go too well. She is so docile now that she's in the cage, right? She's not doing any of the squawking she did when she was flying around. She's just sitting there chilling. Shaking her head. Didn't want any of the chicken sandwich either. It's sitting right there. I doubt she's going to eat it. Oh, that egg that she's sitting on? She has no interest in that scrambled egg. Now, we heard the raw egg, right? They'll eat that if the egg cracks. Apparently, they go crazy when they have... I, as I said, maybe that's more of a natural yeah. reaction or something to a cracked egg. Because she has no interest in that scramble. No. Zero. Zip. The combinations of the smells of the chicken, the breakfast sandwich, and the chicken Where did you grow up again? This is disgusting. Where did you grow up again? Now. Westby. Yeah. It's not, this is really gross. You so grew man. up in a farming community. I grew up a block from the school, man. <laughs> Two blocks from the school. Yeah, but Westby is a... Am I wrong? No, Westby is It's a rural area. It's yeah. rural. It's much more rural than La Crosse, right? Absolutely. So you should be accustomed to this kind no, of stuff. No, I, I grew up two blocks from the school and still got I don't know what the hell we're going to do with you, dude. I just, I don't get you at all. I also don't understand what growing up two blocks from the school <laughs> has to do when the entire community is rural. Needless to say, he didn't want to have anything to do with the chicken. And then we wanted to see if the chicken was a cannibal and if it right. would eat other chicken products Didn't like he push it in a baby swing. Didn't he put it in a baby swing and push it at a park? 
That might have been a dream, Gene. That was a duck, wasn't it? Wasn't it walk on your head? Oh, walk? was that a duck? Okay, I got wasn't my foul. Mixed when we up, when we were breaking the law over in Minnesota, uh, breaking the security breaks the law, and we had him. He was crossing the border with a chicken on his head or so, or a duck on his head or something. I don't remember. Dude, they all kind of run together. <laughs> okay. The cow thing obviously was one of my favorites, yes. but this that was this was Molly the chicken in the studio. By the way, she did eat some of the chicken uh, egg stuff, and so she is a cannibal. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear the rest of our conversation about Molly the chicken and about the uh, about the debate about having chickens in your backyard from 12 years ago, Shaw, 2010, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for this week's Monday Morning Throwback, which is, of course, brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Molly the chicken in the studio. That wasn't the chicken that we got an email from TK about. That was Peaches the chicken that we got the Was email. that the one that pooped all over? Yeah, the pooped, and mm-hmm. we left it in the little vestibule, the little entryway, and TK was not happy about mm-hmm. that. Very upset. When, why is there a chicken in the vestibule, and when is it going home, I believe, was the email. Right, Gene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later today. Yeah. It pooped in the studio. It smelled really bad mm-hmm. for a, a while after that. An was not happy about having to clean that mess up. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. you have your wallet on you, Sean? My wallet, yeah. You have it on you right now? Yeah. Is it in your pocket? It is. Can you take that bad boy out? Okay. What do you got in your wallet? Uh, some money. Ooh, how much? Uh, brewer's schedule. All right. Uh, my driver's license. Driver's license. ATM card. Mm-hmm. All right. A couple credit cards. A couple credit cards. Some pictures of the kids. Anything in there that you don't, you didn't know was in there? Like I'm, surprise. Like a Oh, I forgot I had that in here kind of thing. I'm just looking, but no, I don't think so. Nothing? Mm-mm. A woman recently... Uh, <laughs> Named Audrey, she's on Reddit, wanted to uh, find out what was in her wallet. She recently opened it up and uh, looked to see what was in there and was horrified by all the things that she found in there that she didn't realize she still had in there. Sort of like Costanza with that like crazy cleaning wallet. Cleaning it out every once in a while. It's like receipt for this or that. Or the other. She wanted to know if she was alone, so she uh, started a thread to find out what uh, people had in their wallets, mm-hmm. see what they were carrying around. 94% of people in her recent uh, sort of unprofessional poll have their driver's license or ID in their wallet, obviously. Mm-hmm. You kind of need that if you're getting around. Yeah, it just stays there. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff just kind of sits in there. But I think, you know, we occasionally we'll put something in there, like maybe a, a ticket stub or whatever, Sean. Mm-hmm. Maybe you forget about it. 91% of people in her uh, uh, survey uh, have a debit card in their wallet. 87% have a credit card. Obviously two similar but different things. 9%, this is funny, 9% of the people in her poll are carrying around an old hotel key card. You got uh, one of those? Not in my wallet, but we left the hotel on Thursday or Friday with uh, with one. And then you had to turn around and go back? No, it's probably in Mary's purse or mm-hmm. something. So you stole from the yeah, hotel? Everybody I guess does. so, yeah. Did you take any towels everybody or little does. soaps? No towels, no soaps. My no. wife takes all that stuff, man. Not towels, but any of the soaps and lotions and anything she doesn't use. We got bags and bags and bags of that crap at our house. Uh, 20% of people have a coupon to a fast food place. You got one of those in there, Sean? No, I don't. They buy one, get one burger or something? Mm-mm. You couldn't eat two burgers. Why would you even bother? <laughs> You're right. 75% have at least one membership or loyalty card. You got yeah. any of those in there, Sean? Uh, yeah, hotel stay. Hotel stay mm-hmm. card, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21% of people in this woman's uh, recent survey about what's in your wallet, mm-hmm. uh, 21% of people carrying around an empty Visa gift card. You got any of those? <laughs> no, I don't. I do have the occasional, occasionally you'll take a gift card and like there'll be 20 cents left right. on it. And so you just leave it in there and then you're like, what the oh, hell is like, it? Right. Is there anything on this? 
Thirty-five uh, percent of people carry someone else's business card. You got somebody's business card in there, Sean? I do not. I don't. In case you need somebody, your tree trimmed or something like that. Twenty-five percent uh, have an old ticket stub. Fifteen percent carry around a band aid. That's interesting. You got a band aid in there, Sean? No, I don't. I never thought about that. Condom? You got a condom in there? Is I don't. Isn't that the thing? No. Thirty-two uh, percent of people in her survey have a punch card of some sort, right? So some yes. sort of loyalty rewards some card, subway subs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 68% of people have money in the cash section of their wallet. There's a section for cash. <laughs> wherever it fits yeah, where, is where yeah. it goes, right? <laughs> and 66% of people have an old receipt. I know my wife's got a, 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 maybe not her wallet, but her purse is just loaded, stuffed with old receipts. She can't throw away any of those, Josh. She's terrified someone's <laughs> going to, she's like her mother. She's terrified someone's going to get her information. You can always burn them. Yeah, I tend to do that. Like, I'll, I'll just either do that or shred them. Uh, but she carries around receipts for, you know, like a single cheeseburger at McDonald's. <laughs> you know, like someone's going to come and steal our house with that one receipt. And that's how terrified her and her mom are of people getting the numbers. It's like, it's not even on there. You have a better chance of the person at McDonald's who took your credit card stealing your house than somebody getting that receipt and stealing the house. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that story. We went to that supper club years ago. Yes. And the and the car didn't come back with the little billfold thing when you pay the tab and and my mother in law just about had to change her underwear she was so just hopped up nuclear on, she seconds it took literally five seconds for her to just start pacing the floor terrified and we're in the middle of nowhere we're at some friggin' supper club in the boondock somewhere out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. we're in the woods eating you know carp that they caught in the river out back. And she's freaking out that somebody in the kitchen is going to, like, steal all their credit card information and Settle drain down. their bank accounts in five minutes. Settle I'm like, down. relax. I'm like, I'm sure it's still in the kitchen or it's in the wherever the, the cashier's, you know, the register is or whatever. She just couldn't. Oh, man. Lifting all the plates up, looking under the table. She lifted up the, the tablecloth. I'm like, why would it be under the tablecloth? We saw it go into the thing and go into the <laughs> kitchen. It's probably in her waitress pouch. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. She just could. She lost it. I was. And I, I've. I'm like, you going to be okay? <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Surprise and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. A couple weeks ago, we had like a two-week break, and I went on a bender, bro. A bender. And got naked and posted pictures of my... Tonight it's equal opportunity night. Tonight, I want to see everyone's My man in the picture. Show the whole world that hot dog. Oh my gosh. The wife says no. Divorce. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee explaining oh what happened with his dong on the internet. Well, he, what happened is he put his dong on the internet. What, happened, what happened is Tommy Lee is in, is well endowed, and yeah, so he's, he's not he's ashamed a, to put exactly. his wiener on the internet. That's right. His 63-year-old wiener all over the internet. Blasted or otherwise. If I had a wiener of that <laughs> magnitude. He's been it on the internet forever. It's it not the first time many of us have video. seen it. We watched the video. We've uh-huh. seen it. It's not that big a deal. Well, it is a but big deal. But people freaked. Well, it is big. But <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. 
So at uh, their recent concert in San Antonio yeah, on Sunday, Tommy finally explained what happened. Said, "Hey, I was on a bender and I just started posting pics of my wiener on the interwebs." That's what I did. And then he tried to get everybody to take out there. Not everybody is gifted. All right. Not everybody's gonna put their thing on the internet. I'm a I'm a sh- I'm not a shower. I'm a grower. I'm a grower, not a shower. Right? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? I don't know. Maybe you just don't want your wiener on the internet. Well, not only that, but I'm in a room full of sweaty people that I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy Lee. Not taking it out. I'm not living the rock star life. I'm not banging supermodels 40 years younger than I am, all no. right? I didn't sleep with Pamela Anderson and Keep Heather Locklear and all the other hot ones, all right? In a nice little community I don't have, in the Midwest. I don't have a third wife. leg to stand on, okay? My wife knows how bad it is, okay? She doesn't need to be reminded in the concert. Thanks a lot, tripod. Uh-huh. Put that thing away. Good Lord. Put it back in the River Nile where it belongs, that Balboa you're rocking in there. Good Lord. Tommy Lee letting everybody know he was on a bender. Yeah, that's what I do when I'm on a bender. I post wiener pictures on the Internet. Instagram, nonetheless. Of my my, my rock-hard four inches. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Tommy Lee, for emasculating the rest of us. This guy. (laughs) Uh, uh, We were on a break, and I went on a bender, and... I just accidentally put... No, Let's you, all do it. Yeah. Everybody take your wiener out. <laughs> all right, we get it. You have a bigger wiener than most of us, okay? We already know that. We don't need to all take our wieners out at in concert here for you to feel better about yourself, all right? Tommy Lee, doing Tommy Lee things. <laughs> yeah, divorce your wife because your wife said no. Don't take your little <laughs> wiener out in concert. I don't want it on the jumbo. Yeah, please don't, please, please don't put your wiener out. Please don't. Good old Tommy Lee. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. This item has 30 more times the germs than your phone. 30 times more germs than your phone. And you know my phone, Shaw. It's in the bathroom a lot. Yeah. It's in the bathroom all the time, Shaw. I'm crushing candy while I'm pooping. It's it's getting all that fecal matter in the air and on my phone. And Your wallet? This item has 30 times more germs than your phone. This item, what item is it? I'm going to go remote control. Wallet. A dish rag. Uh, hmm. Wait. Can't. Gene, this. Can, you, how about car keys? Keys. Uh, think, uh, think your house, Gene. What's in your house that I don't oh, have so in my house? What, what's in your house that I don't have in my me. house? Uh, children? Uh, that is correct. What do children have that I don't have? Germs. Mm hmm. Your kid's backpack oh. has 30 times more germs than your phone. I see that. Yeah. Clorox commissioning a uh, study and swabbing a bunch of things in your homes that have school-age kids. So if you've got kids in school and you've got things in your home that obviously they're probably taking to school, they swabbed a bunch of that stuff and they found that your kid's backpack has 30 times more germs than your phone. Your poop phone that's in the toilet with you all the time while you're pooping, Shaw. 
you're wiping and then you're grabbing your phone and then maybe you're washing your hands, maybe you're not. I hope Who you knows? are. Who knows where all that fecal matter goes, Shaw? It just goes off into the ether <clears> somewhere. Uh, when your kids get home from school, their clothes are 28 times germier than the average toilet seat. Ugh. Think of all those germs they're picking up at school, Gene. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, make them go downstairs and hose them off before <laughs> they're allowed in the rest of the house. <laughs> you go out in the backyard and you hose your sister off right now. <laughs> The average parent's couch is as germy as a dog's tennis ball. Think about that, Gene. Your couch is as germy as that tennis ball that Winnie is obsessed with in your backyard. Think of how germy and disgusting that thing is. Your couch is germier than that. Remote controls and video game controllers. 26 times germier than the average bathroom doorknob. So as much poo and stuff goes on the doorknob in the bathroom where all the poo and nudity happens. But the hands. The video the game controllers, though, and your remote control, Shaw, getting all those germs up in that business. 69% of parents are worried about their kids bringing germs home from school. What the hell is wrong with the 31% who aren't? Are their kids in bubbles? Are they bubble boy? It's the moops. No, there is no moops. What is up with the 31% of parents who aren't concerned about their kids coming home with germs? They do know it's a germ factory there, right? Mm-hmm. That's and it, part of life, though. There's germs everywhere. Yeah, you got to get sick every once in a while to, so your body can build up, you know, uh, immunities to mm-hmm. it. And then 54% fully expect their kids to get them sick at some point this school year. Duh. Right. That's why you don't have kids and you don't get sick as much. Oh, my God. I got to tell you this story real quick, Sean. I know you got to run. Went to the rock stop on Sunday, rode the motorcycle out there, and Bags was doing it at Hilltop uh, yes. Bar and Grill in mm-hmm. Stevenstown. Had his kid with him, his older kid, yeah. and they're getting ready to leave, and he's doing the iPad, yeah. and he's making yeah. pizzas on the iPad, you know, doing whatever that game is, yes. pizza maker. And as he's leaving, I'm watching him, and he's got his whole hand in his mouth. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. He, I don't know how old this kid is. He's like three, four, seven. I, I have no idea how old this kid is, but he's got his whole friggin' hand, and I mean his whole hand in his mouth. And then I said, hey, dude, see you later. And he pulls his hand out, and you can see it glistening with saliva and goo, and he tries to high-five me. And I'm like, I put the fist out, and I'm like, hey, how about a fist bump instead? And he didn't want a fist bump. He wanted to high-five. He wanted to wipe his nasty little kid germs all over me. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude, get a hold of your kid. Seriously, what's wrong with this thing? (laughs) Nothing wrong. Oh. Hey, I can fit my whole hand in there. Yeah. Hey, high-five. And then, and then, (laughs) and I'm like... Bag saw it, and I'm trying to say, hey, man, sorry, your kid had his whole, and I don't really want to have all that on, man. I'm not, you know, Howie Mandel. I'm not germaphobe, but I don't know what the hell is going on. It seemed very strange. How would you feel if I had my hand in my mouth and then came at you with that? You'd be like, no, I'm good, dude. Yeah. I, uh, okay. <laughs> I am not. I'm, it's so good that I don't have kids. I could not deal with this stuff. I wouldn't know what the hell to do. What do you do with that kid? He's got his whole hand in his mouth. What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, I can do got, this. Look what hand, I can do. Got my hand in my mouth. Look what I can do. Ay, ay, ay. He's a good kid. I'm not bagging on the kid. It was, just was a weird thing for me. And yeah. There's a lot of Bags didn't things. seem to care. He's like, yeah, yeah whatever. Normal. It's a Sunday. Hey, right, welcome to Sunday at our house. Yep. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. You're familiar with Watergate? Uh, the scandal, yeah. Spygate? Sure. That Deflate, was Bill Belichick. Deflate yeah. Gate? Yeah. Is there any Bob other Gates, gates out oh there? Oh, gosh, that, yeah. There's how many gates? Watergate, uh, Spygate, Deflate Gate? Mm-hmm. What other gates are there, Shaw? 
you know, I could ask Brad. He keeps track of these things, but uh, I, off the top of my head, I don't recall. But Cemetery I know there's, gates. everything gets the word gate on it if there's a controversy. What about bag gate? Have you ever heard of bag gate? No. Or as they say in the Midwest, bag gate? <laughs> no, I have not. Bag gate. How do you pronounce bag? Bag. 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 <laughs> there's uh, no E in there. There is a new scandal brewing right now in professional sports, and it's called bag gate. What sport do they use bags in, Shaw? Cornhole? Exactly. What? That's right. Professional cornhole may never be the same again. Cornhole, Cooley Region Cornhole Mike, I'm sure if you're listening, bud, here you go. This is for you. Uh, apparently, some of the players, I don't I don't play cornhole, Shaw. I don't even they're do They're waiting their bags or something? Well, apparently, they're bringing their own bags, and they have to meet certain size and weight requi- uh, criteria, which makes sense, right? Everything's yeah. got to be on the level, sure, right? Sure, I get that. It's like a NASCAR. You can't have different sized lug nuts or a different catalytic converter or whatever. You know what I mean? You got to mm-hmm. have, everybody's got to have the same thing, stock car racing. Uh, and apparently, nobody's really checking other important factors like loose stitching, replaced fillings, or doctored fabric. So what they're doing is they're softening the fabric uh. up, Shaw, to make it slippery. What? <laughs> yeah, two major competitive bodies out there, the American Cornhole League and the American Cornhole Organization. In the ACO, your bag has to be filled with plastic resin beads. In the ACL, the filling can be anything that doesn't damage or create residue on the board. Bags get broken in naturally the more often they're used. Obviously, you get those oils on your hand. You get the oils on the board, all that stuff. Uh, Not fast enough for some players who apparently illegally resort to fabric softeners or other chemical treatments. Another issue is that bag manufacturers are now flooding the market and paying big bucks to be licensed by the pro leagues. So they're not really being held to rigorous standards, Shaw. The rigors of the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. One expert says, quote, the money coming in for manufacturers for licensing uh, the stamp is substantial, so why rock the boat by implementing huh. additional compliance measures which make manufacturing bags under your stamp a more rigorous endeavor? Seems like there could be an easy enough fix to the problem. Simply inspect everybody's bags at the beginning of a tournament. But uh, For some reason, that's not being done huh. right now, but that may be the standard going forward. Bag gauge, Shaw. Be on the lookout. This must be at the highest level of cornhole. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing it at Features in Holman in the grass where we're having rock stops on Tuesday nights with triple bonus cash like we do tonight, but watch out for Bad Gate, Shaw. Or if Mike's aware of this from Cooley Region Cornhole, they have have tournaments. Oh, I'm sure he's well aware of it. You know him. His whole life is consumed by cornhole. I know. Bad Gate. Are people altering their bags to win at cornhole? I don't know. Sounds like it's a thing. Shame, shame. I know your name. Bad gate. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Obviously, inflation is still an issue in this country, right? What? I raised the gas prices $4 and I brought it down a dollar, so I win, right? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm doing stuff. Inflation is an issue. Yes. The only thing that's really not costing as much as it was a few months ago is chicken. Chicken prices are actually yeah, going down. back down now that the bird flu has subsided. But the uh, the eggs are still uh, expensive. The milk is still expensive. Mm-hmm. The gas is still expensive. Yeah. Everything's expensive. The rent is too damn high, Sean. That's true. So this week's summer party tip is how to party on a budget. Oh. How to save a little bit of money. How to help keep some of that green in your wallet. First of all, don't have a ladder golf tournament giving away your own damn money. <laughs> That's just foolish. That'll save you a hundo right there. That's just foolish. Some idiot thought of that idea. Uh, this one is, uh, is a no-brainer here. Keep the guest list small. Obviously. Less people, less, less money spent. Yep. Sure. 
less people you have over, the less food and beverages mm-hmm. you got to provide, the less wear and tear on your plumbing, the less AC that less escapes from your house. Things. And uh, less people, you have more time to focus on your guests rather than refilling the potato salad or trying to keep up with the cleaning, Shaw. So, uh, again, focusing on what's important mm-hmm. at your summer party. Next one is another very, you know, simple no-brainer. Make it a potluck. Yeah, everybody bring something. Yeah, if you're coming over to the party, bring something, Chip. right? Chips, dips, chains, whips. <laughs> okay. Whatever kind of party you're having. Whatever kind of party you're mm-hmm. having, Shaw. So veggie tray, all right, I get it. I know it's easy. It's, uh, you know, but get some of them ham roll-up things with the pickle inside. Brian Likey. Brian Likey. You know why, Shaw? Because they're small, and I can eat about a million of them. Okay. You just walk by. It's like, walk oh, by. oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, that. that. oh I only had seven one. of those. Oh, here's eight. That's one pickle spear. Eight of them, right? You get eight of them in one pickle spear. Yeah, so uh, a dish to pass, casserole, veggie tray, whatever, chips, dips, all that stuff. Uh, you know, having something maybe uh, entertainment-wise as well. Maybe you bring over a game. Shaw, you got any games you can bring over? Yeah, sure. you know, maybe you got a cornhole board, or you got a you got a Jenga, or something like that, or, or maybe you got a you know some uh, what is it yard twister, right? Twister in the yard. Mm. Uh, here's a here's another uh, budget friendly tip if you're having a summer party and you want to keep uh, the cost down. If you're doing a theme party, go mm. with a theme you already have decorations Stuff for. for. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's New Year's even in August. Christmas in July, right? <laughs> That's go. the most yeah, obvious right? one. Christmas. Everybody does a Christmas in July. Why? Because we have Christmas stuff, and you only mm-hmm. get to break it out once a year. Maybe you do a Halloween theme party, right? Late in the summer, early fall, you have people over in their costumes. Maybe you've got some stuff uh, in your basement from a, a previous year. Nobody says you can't have a luau two years in a row, right? That's no. true. And if they do, they shouldn't be friends with you, Sean. Yeah, then, hey, don't mm-hmm. come over to my luau. We'll have fun without you. Uh, and don't forget, obviously, hit up the Dollar Tree. A lot of it has glitter on it. They're decorations, but it's cheap. Yes. I mean, you can buy balloons and glow necklaces mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff, and uh, and, you, and you'll be rocking that at the Dollar Tree. Uh, here's another one. A budget-friendly tip if you're having a summer party and you want to keep your costs down. High-yield, low-cost foods. High-yield, low-cost foods. Pastas. Yeah. Oh, right off the bat, right? Sure. Potato Some salad. Kind of, get a lot for a little money. Potato salad, yep. The potato salad. Get that giant bucket of potato salad, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's still, it's not cheap as like it was five years ago, but it's still cheaper than, you know, maybe making your own potato salad. Uh, veggies, dips, beans, rice, pastas, those kind of things, high yield, low cost foods. Here's another one. Uh, hold a 50-50. Mm, that's a good idea. I do that at my party. And part of the reason is because we have a lot of money that goes into making the party happen. Right, we pay the band, mm-hmm. we pay the karaoke, we we buy the keg, all that stuff, all that co- all that costs money. And, and granted, you know, we enjoy the party; it's worth it to us to spend that money. But mm-hmm. rather than charging people money to come to the party, which makes no sense at all because nobody's coming to your party if you're charging, do a fifty fifty. People have a chance people to win will money. Willingly reach into their wallets. So. Yeah, and 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 you know, oh, that's a good idea. You know, and and again, you're not regulated by the government here, so it doesn't matter if Joe Biden shows up and tries to get his cut, or the IRS shows up with their guns drawn and. Tries to take your money. Uh, they won't be doing that if you're running a little illegal 50-50 in your backyard, Shaw. And then last but not least, uh, summer party tip, uh, party on a budget. Focus on what really matters. million things that can make a summer party successful, Shaw, but you can easily get sidetracked on the minutiae. Yeah. Try to focus on the important things. A good summer party always has five things. People, mm-hmm. food, booze, mm-hmm. music, and entertainment. And that's sure. really all you need. That's true. All that other stuff. Yeah, it's nice. You don't have to go out of your way. So save a couple of bucks and uh, have a potluck and maybe do a 50-50. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock.
One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $50 on my morning show money up for grab, Shaw. It's a decent amount of money. Yeah, it is. I doubt someone would donate that to the Rock Foundation if they were to win. 50 bucks. 50 bucks is a, is right in a their pocket. sizable amount in this day and age, Shaw. Who couldn't use $50? Yeah, no kidding. You could buy 10 $5 scratch-offs, maybe become a millionaire. That's true. Jean thinks you're going to know it. She says that we had a good night on the cruise with our friends and otherwise. Again, okay. basing her opinion completely on right. her on her day uh, and how she feels. And she thinks you're going to know it. She's going with yes, Shaw. But as always, her opinion is insignificant. It's all about caller 15. 608 7840 Who this? This is Kyle. How's it going, Brian? Kyle, I'm good. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Kyle, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not? I'm going to say he is. He had a great night on the boat with Gene. <laughs> well, I hate to I hate to be Debbie Downer, but he wasn't on the boat. I was on the boat. Gene, uh, Shaw, was oh. not, Shaw was not on the boat. Do you want to change your okay. guess? You want to change your guess or you stay sticking with yes? I'm sticking with my guns, Brian. What are you going to do if you win 50 bucks of my morning show money, Kyle? It's going to go back to the Rock Foundation like oh, you said nobody man. would. <laughs> I didn't think anybody would, Shaw, but Kyle mm-hmm. says he will. So if you get it right, if you know the movie quote, Shaw, $50 of my morning show money going to the Rock Foundation. I know exactly what Gene's going to use that $50 for, too. Just to spite me. Just to spite me. She's in there cackling. I can hear it. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Hmm? Uh-huh. Who, hmm? me? Who me? Hmm? Yeah, that's innocent in there. Hmm? All right, so listen closely, Shaw. I do not want my money to go anywhere, uh, let alone the Rock Foundation. But if you get it right, that's where it's going. If not, then we'll add 10 bucks. It'll be $60 next week. Here we go. You ready? Okay. All right, listen closely. Oh, look at here. Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. Ooh. <laughs> Have you heard that one before, Sean? No, it doesn't sound familiar. Uh-oh. Very uh, recognizable actor. He's kind of an under-the-radar actor. He's one of those guys. You see him and you're like, I know who that is, but you maybe don't recognize his name. Listen closely. Okay. Oh, look at here. Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. What did he say there, Shaw? Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. Exactly what he said. Dirty white boy? No. Is that wanna, what he said? No. One oh. uh, the song. Dirty white. Oh, yeah. You want to hear it one more time? Yeah. All right. Oh, look at here. Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. Now remember, Gene and Kyle both think you're going to get it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of pressure here. Yeah, there is. Fifty dollars of my morning show money up for grabs. A lot of people on your side with this one, but. It doesn't sound like you're going to get I it. I can't say I recognize the quote. Really? No, or the actor. Um, but I suppose I have to guess something. Oh, right? you got to you gotta guess something. Yeah. Uh, I um, I don't know. Uh, let's say Pulp Fiction. Oh, Shaw. Oh, you poor man. That is the actor Keith David. Keith David. He had that fight scene in the alleyway with Rowdy Roddy Piper in the movie They Live. Oh. <laughs> Keith David. 
That Keith yeah, David. Yeah, made me watch that movie. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Yeah, okay. And he was in a movie with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, the brothers. And it was called Men at Work, and it came oh. out on this day 32 years ago. The garbage uh, yes. movie. And I Keith David looked in the trash can and said, oh, would you look at that? <laughs> oh, look at here. Looks like somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. That was also in the movie Better Off Dead with, uh, of course, John Cusack. That line was in that movie, but uh, Keith David was not. And so that was from Men at Work, Shaw, in theaters on this day in 1990. 32 years ago today, Shaw. Yeah, I did see that one now that that I mention it. Golf clap? I don't remember it as well as you do, but... Of course not. You don't remember any movie as well as I do. I really don't. I don't. Except for those artsy-fartsy pieces of black licorice that you watch over your stupid house. Did you watch any movies recently? Uh, yeah, we saw... Um, well, Jaws was on the other night. Ooh. We got roped into watching The that. original? Yeah, the original. We Ooh. caught it almost from the beginning. So crush the can? That. Did you crush the can like Quint? Right? Yeah. And, my, and then um, watched... Oh, oh, Josie Wales, one of my favorites. Ooh, uh, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Like, that was on the other night. <laughs> Uh, That's one of those movies where I watch it alone, like when my wife watches Legally Blonde or yeah. The Blind yeah, you, Side. She or, might be there, but there's she's There's a reason not. why you have two TVs That's exactly own. right. Most yeah. things we watch together. There's yeah. a few exceptions. Yeah. Well, uh, $60 of my morning show money up for grabs next week. Sorry, Kyle. You didn't guess correctly. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. A bull with flaming horns gored a young man who later died from his injuries during a bull running event. The footage shows Adrian Martinez Fernandez being smashed by the furious and burning beast in Valencia, Spain over the weekend during an annual event that's run as a tribute to a patron saint. Mm -hmm. The animal, whose horns had been set ablaze for the festival, turned Fernandez over and then gored him as terrified festival goers uh, watched in disbelief. Mm -hmm. The 24-year-old was taken to a hospital uh, with no immediate visible injuries, but the attack had ruptured his spleen and caused several other internal injuries. They said he later suspended the bull fighting uh, night due to what took place uh, and uh, the bull continued down the street after it yeah. trampled and savaged yeah. the man with its horns still blazing. Yes. A bull with flaming horns yeah. is known as Toro Embalado or Bull with Balls bull with and ball. is a sight that can be witnessed in many Spanish towns during bull running events. The animal has balls of flammable material attached to its horns before Dude, they're set ablaze so and the enraged bull is set to yeah. tear through the streets. Mm-hmm. Locals no then thanks. try to dodge the bull as it rips through the town's roads, but the pain no, caused by the flames typically you. work the animal into a frenzy and makes them even more dangerous. Yeah, I would I imagine so. Yeah. You think? Don't uh-huh. mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Yeah. He got the horns. The flaming horns. Right. I am the only one burning desire. Let me stand next to your fire. Sort of feel for the bull. That's terrible. Uh, yes, I know. It's yeah. a weird tradition over there. Let me set your horns on fire and then you can go gore people. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're... Look what I have created. <laughs> I have made fire. Fire on bull. Right? Yep. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I hope you don't mind. I got up a little early, so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up. She sure is a stubborn one. That pow all at once. We don't have a cow. <laughs> we have a bull. I'll brush my teeth. <laughs> oh, man, as if the bull wasn't dangerous enough. You know what we should do? We light its horns light on its fire. horns on fire. That'll really take this up a notch. Yeah.
No thanks. That's something I've never had any desire no, to do. No, me either. Don't even understand why I would like to would. witness it in person, maybe mm-hmm. from a building above. <laughs> no, I'm good. Where I'm a little bit safer, maybe. But I have no desire to run with bulls, Shaw. I can just watch the videos. That's good enough for me. Much like I don't have a desire to swim in the ocean with sharks or any of that stuff. Jump out of a perfectly good plane. Yeah, I definitely don't have. I see people doing that. I'm just like, what are you doing, man? At least you got a couple of minutes to figure it out, right? On Everybody in my family would do that if they had a choice. No way. Your, your, fam- your entire would, family would jump out of a plane? Yeah. I mean, they're all, I mean, they, I don't know that any of them ever will, but they're all open to the idea of, par- you know. Well, if you're not going to actually do it, then yeah, you're open to the idea. <laughs> I'm not open to it, and I'm never doing it. The hell well, no. it's easy to say, yeah, I'd be open to that if I'm, you know I mean, you're never going really to do it. would, though. I'd be open to spending a billion dollars, Shaw. I'm not doing it, though. Even though I know I'm never going to right? spend a billion dollars, right? I don't have a billion dollars. Well, that's the point. I've I'm never not even did. researching it. I'm not even, no. Mm-mm. I what used if, to think I wanted to, but yeah. as I've gotten older, I'm, no. no. What if you start with smaller jumps? Like, like 50 feet, 100 feet? I mean, obviously, you're, you can't use a chute because it doesn't yeah. give you enough time to... But what if there's, uh, you know, you, you get your beak no. wet a little bit before no. you, before you no. bite into the whole bird? Mm-mm. No. I mean, those tandem jumps, you're relying on the expertise yeah, of you know, uh, veteran no. jumpers. Yeah, but. then that guy passes out when his head hits right. the wing or something, and I'm in charge. <laughs> How about we put seven parachutes on me? How about we do that? And then at least if the, the first one doesn't work, then the backup doesn't work, then I've got five other shots at it, right? Can we get them coming out of my feet? I'll hang upside down the entire way down as long as I land safely. I don't care where the par- parachutes are, right, Shaw? I get you. Yeah. I don't want to jump out of a plane either. No. No, thanks. I'm good. I don't think I want to do it. I, I would like to do one of those. Uh, you've seen those ones. Uh, they have it, I think, at the Mall of America, maybe. the you, It's the fan and the, the wind floor. tunnel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind okay. It simulates what it feels like to There you go. Simulate it. But you have no fear because... I'm on the ground. I'm well, in no, the you're ground. About, you're about 10, 15 feet okay, in the air or something like that. that. I'm living through that. Yeah, but there's show. like a... Unless the net breaks and you end up in the fan, right? right. Like some kind of, you know, Fargo situation. Horrific accident. Some sort of meat grinder thing, right? <laughs> yeah, that might be about uh, the extent of my daredevilism, Shaw. <laughs> maybe going to one of them things. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. I don't know. I guess I was afraid. Self-conscious. Embarrassed is more the word. Just the thought of someone seeing me naked. Scary. Terrifying. And somehow kind of hot. Especially in a pet store. So that's when I chose. When I chose. When I chose. Partners in Genital Health. Partners in Genital Health understands my concerns. And make sure my genitals look their best. All the time. All the time. All the time. No more wrinkles. Creases. Whisker burn. Partners in Genital Health. They'll take your junk. To a whole new level. I thought it was whisker burn. <sighs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, you might want to get that looked at, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Partners in genital health. Hashtag progenital. Gene is, <laughs> you Gene, should be, Shaw. Gene is pro. hashtag progenital. You should. In case you didn't know, Shaw. Should be. And a girl. I know that's a big surprise, but. Hashtag progenital. There you go. <laughs> hey, I say it like I mean it, Shaw. That's true. 
Isn't that one of the best ways to avoid the monkey pox is to stop having sex? That's true, too. It's mostly close, intimate contact. Correct, so. yes. Well, isn't that mono, too, and stuff? I mean, yeah. isn't that, aren't those all yeah. like... Well, AIDS, gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the list goes Genital on and on. Health. Mm-hmm. Genital health. I'm not, about it. We don't have to include all the other ones if we're just talking about monkeypox, though. I mean, it's there's not a need to Got do it. that. I'm just saying that in terms of the monkeypox, Shaw, the the general consensus is that it's through close, intimate contact. Yeah, that's how it's primarily being transmitted. Not yeah. sharing the. Is that why you won't pepper? let me? Is that why you won't let me get these arms around you? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm afraid of your monkeypox. Yeah, I well, might give you a smooch on the cheek. Is it? Uh, am I going to give you the pox? The monkeypox? I certainly hope not. How many shots do we got to get for the monkeypox? Because <laughs> we've had to get like seven shots for the COVID and it's still a thing, right? People are still getting COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Is there a vaccine for the monkeypox? I think they're working on one, right? Uh, I'm assuming know. they're going to try to jab us with another one. But you can't get it like, hey, pass the pepper. I'm right. not getting them. Okay. What if you throw the pepper from one end of the table to the other? Probably not going to get it there. No. Ladder doesn't it, doesn't it have... stay on surfaces longer, though, than COVID? Isn't that the deal, too? The monkeypox? Yeah. Doesn't it uh, stay on uh, in- uh, inanimate objects? Uh, uh. Like a Ferris wheel seat. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a seat up there in the nosebleeds at the Oakland Athletics mm-hmm. game. <laughs> Where some DNA may have been spilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to go to Partners in Genital Health, Shaw. It could be your lifeline there. Help you iron things out. <laughs> lifeline. In case that that rash mm-hmm. is not just razor burn, it's something else. Hashtag progenital. Gina's just letting you know, She's Shaw. She's dropping that. She is very progenital. Monkeypox. So they, so they don't have a, a cure for it yet? Mm. I'm shocked. Well, you get better, don't you? I mean, that's... I mean, yeah, I don't pretty, think it's killing people necessarily, but... I'm pretty sure you die right away. You get <laughs> it. You that's, is that how it works? Yes. Your truth, right. true information. Well, I'm really looking forward to getting more shots. Shaw, I'm really... I hope every time there's something new that comes down the pipeline, we mm. get shots, mm-hmm. several rounds of them. Yeah. Let's ro- shake Let's some dice it. while we're at it. Let's do it, Shaw. Yeah. Shake them for shots. Nice. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. Another uh, recent trend, if you will, on TikTok is the boyfriend haul. Have you heard about this? No. It's, it's being billed as racist. Uh, H-A-U-L. Boyfriend haul. Okay. So this is the one that I have. I met him in 2014, but he wasn't on the market yet. So in 2016, he was on the market, and I decided to see if it was a good investment for me. However, the timing wasn't really right, so it wasn't until the beginning of 2018 that I purchased this one. So they're comparing it to racism because of the whole guy is standing there and you're listing off his attributes, and then you say you purchased him, Shaw. Content creators on TikTok, you're using the hashtag boyfriend haul, H A U L, which has more than 27 million views to show off their boyfriends and highlight their best features. Apparently, it started as a tongue in cheek, just a joke thing, but took a t- uh, turn for the worse when the videos were called out as problematic rather than lovingly showing off your significant other, uh, likening them to slavery auction blocks, which were used, obviously, to sell slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, detractors are saying the so-called boyfriend halls have similarity uh, similarities to slave auctions due to the language used about black partners. I haven't really watched any of these, Shaw, so but mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, some of them, the guy standing there shirtless, 
And they're talking about, you know, his abs and talking about, you know, he's strong and these, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, describing mm-hmm. these kind of things. And and those obviously uh, can be a bit problematic for for people. But boyfriend Hall. You think Mary would? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about <laughs> that. What would like, she list yeah. as your, your attribute, Shaw? Uh, that's Let's a good question. Not necessarily in an auction block style, Shaw. Let's maybe veer away from that, obviously. Yeah, but if Mary say, had to like. you for your money, didn't she, Shaw? No. If she, if she had to. Working radio, Gene. If she had to sit down and describe all of your best qualities, Shaw, yeah. and had to really say, why do I love my husband? Why, mm-hmm. why am I with Scott Robert Shaw? What is it about him that makes me feel like I'm a lucky woman? What would she say? Uh, that I am her soulmate, I, per- I would suggest. Oh, my suggest. God, you started off with the worst one. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That we've raised three wonderful children together. Yeah, that but we- that's not stuff that you know going into it. No, like going into it. She going was like, into when it, she like, met you. Oh, when she met me? Yeah. Well, obviously, 30 years later, after you raise all these kids and you have a life and you don't have a mortgage to pay, yeah, yeah things are good. She knows all that stuff. You were a good stuff. jumper. Couldn't you jump high, Shaw? Yeah, Did we, you jump high? Shaw's really Jimmy a good jumps. jumper. You're not oh, a good jumper? Were you yeah. a strong swimmer? I would not say that. You were not really a strong burying, swimmer? burying things in the backyard? Yeah, I, I had some experience with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't like know if, if she was aware of that at the time. Like if I ever need to bury a refrigerator that has stopped working, I know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Could you hotwire a car, Shaw, you know, if you needed to? Not no. in my no, repertoire. No, either. No, what about... Actually, you mentioned I don't know what it is that caught her attention. Cooking, you're you, you chef. Yeah, but I wasn't then. Though. Not then. No, you've you've learned your skills over mm-hmm. time. Were you? Was it funny? Was it your sense of humor? Yeah, stuff? I think uh, probably. Yeah. You know what yeah. happened? You to, what happened to your sense of humor? I don't know. I got old and bitter, and well, you got get kids. off my lawn. Yeah, get off. Yeah, that that happens. You know. No, you were boom. fun. Were you fun? Were yeah. You positive yeah, guy? we like to have fun. Yeah. Glass half full kind of. Yeah, guy? I would say so for yeah. sure. Similar interests. Did you guys have yeah. similar interests, or have you developed those over a long length? No, I think we had fairly similar mm-hmm. interests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So those were the things she'd say. I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't put you up on the my shawl TikTok hall. Show. That's what. That's, that's the hall. That's you it. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. That's I, it. I wouldn't put you on my hall, Shaw. No. no, no, not a trophy. No, you never. You never want to golf with me anymore. You barely ever want to come to. You come over and drop off Bloody Mary mm-hmm. mix, and then you leave real fast. Mm-hmm. I can't get my arms around you anymore. <laughs> I'm not in your boyfriend hall then. No. Definitely not. I don't know what the hell my wife would say. Wouldn't be a lot. Short haul as well. Steady job. (laughs) Oh, gee. He's got a paycheck, so thumbs up. Yeah, you can pay half the rent. Uh, I do cook. I do my own laundry. You did all that stuff when you met, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mm -hmm. not nothing new. I don't want to mess around my laundry. I don't want to mess around with her laundry. You ever try to do a woman's laundry? Oh, my God. That's why there's so many settings on a on a washing machine is because there's women's clothes. It's crazy. I'll go down there sometimes and there's like just bras in there, and there's like three of them. Like you ran the washing machine for three friggin' bras. <laughs> Throw some towels in there too, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put some blankets in there or something. All right. There's plenty of other stuff that needs to get washed in this house. I get it. You're running it for three bras. What the hell's that all about? And there's a setting for it. Bra setting right there on the friggin' I'll think it washing says machine. Bra it's close there. enough. I don't just throw my socks in there and go socks. Dude, our washing machine is Bluetooth as well, I think. I think you can Bluetooth it and it starts on, so, like, like when you're on you're vacation. Yeah. yeah. It's Wash crazy. my bras when I'm not home. Yeah. Can we get them to load and unload and fold and get put away too? Can we get that part and then I'll be satisfied? No. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. These stories kind of, I don't know, freak me out a little bit. Okay. Identical twins. Oh, twins. Can be impossible to tell apart. 
Well, try and get your head around the fact that identical twins have now married identical twins Ugh. and are having sons at the same time. And they're going to be all identical. It's just yeah. The boys who are just three months apart in age are called quaternary twins, which means that while the babies are technically cousins, they're also genetically brothers. Is that allowed? Yeah. Identical twins, Brianna and Brittany from Virginia. And Is that allowed? Twins, Josh and Jeremy of, Sellers. Oh, the kids, the, the, the children, not the people doing it. No. All right. I thought... Yeah, I was wrong about the cousins. So twins Josh and Jeremy uh, are parents to Jackson Jet, Brianna and Brittany. And of course, they dress alike, exactly alike. They met their husbands uh, at the same time. Both had whirlwind romances. They met at a festival for twins. And there's the, a festival. For there's these a festival people? for twins. Where is it being held so I can avoid it? No, uh, I think it's right. in Ohio. You're not invited if you're not a twin. I'm assuming. No, right? you have to be. You a can't twin. go and just look at the twins and the, be like, "Hey, the, look at those twins. Hey, no. look at these ones." No, <laughs> the, the brothers proposed. That doesn't seem uh, very inclusive. It's 2022, time, man. We're supposed to be including everybody and everything. Isn't they, there a fest for guys named Larry in our backyard? That's true. So right. uh, twins isn't that it's weird? It's named after Larry. It's not a festival just for Larrys. Cheech was there. All right, how can Cheech be there if it's just for Larrys? Just for Larrys. When the identical twin brothers proposed to the identical twins. At the same time? So at the same time, Uh, and they had identical Uh, engagement rings. They had a joint wedding in... Twinsburg, Ohio. Oh my god! Oh my god! They're just—they're trying to make a reality show. They're trying to—they're trying—they're trying to make a reality show. Why why blame them? If yeah. you can capitalize on that. They're, they're making a reality show. That's what it's got to be, right, Sean? Well, they are popular on Instagram. Let's say that. So. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. They're trying to cash in. That's so. I guess. If that's all you got going for you, is that you're twins, and you're married to twins, and you're giving birth to twins, and well, you went to Twinville, and you lot. had a twin wedding. It's better than the girl. That's a lot more work than the Did girl serve... with the fart in the jar, Brian. I mean, they're, Did they're... you serve Twix, nothing but Twix, at your wedding because it's twin, <laughs> right? twin yes. cookies? Yes. Is that what it is? Left or right Twix. Oh, man. These twins are freaking me out, Sean. Me too. Are you? I'm Vincent's brother. We're twins. I see the resemblance. <laughs> Oh, twins and twins! Can't we just bring back the right, Coors Light the twins commercial? Yeah. No, that was Coors Light in the when they were the sponsor of the NFL. They had mm. the twins commercial. They were wrestling in the in the water fountain. Twins. Can we bring those commercial? We can't do sure. that anymore. No, why not? The too misogynistic. We can't have girls anymore. What? I missed that memo. All right. This is your wake up service. You want the best? Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. Oh, it's the weekend in case you were unaware, Shaw. Uh, I knew that. And there's a lot going on in our area. Now, I will not be doing much of anything this weekend. I have the Rock Stop this afternoon over at the Lacrosse Beer House with our friends in Twisted Tea and our friends from Oktoberfest. That's the VIP tickets, right? Yeah, so you can actually get them already on the website or down at the Fest offices. But tonight at the Beer House, you can buy your VIP tickets. If you haven't heard, Oktoberfest is doing a VIP ticket this year. It includes some free beers, includes early entry, includes private restrooms, better restrooms, and you also get some other stuff. Uh, and you can pick up your actual gear at the beer house tonight, and you can also enter to win 
a couple of pairs of those VIP tickets. So go like me. Go VIP, Shaw. Four mm-hmm. until 7 o'clock tonight at the Beer House, Shaw. We'll see you there. Cool. The Rock Stop is from 4 until 535. That's, That's where correct. I'll be. Yep. And then tomorrow, of course, and Sunday, it's uh, two two days of party, party, party. We got uh, our big party tomorrow, Shaw. And then on uh, on uh, on Sunday, we'll be cleaning up everything. <laughs> so I will not be making my way into the uh, community this weekend. But uh, tonight, Oktoberfest VIP ticket party at the Cross Beer House from 4 until 7. If you haven't heard, this year's Oktoberfest VIP access. It's 100 bucks per person. You can buy them at the Beer House. You can buy them at OktoberfestUSA.com. You can get them uh, down at the Fest offices when they're open. What's nice about stopping by tonight, Shaw, at the Beer House is we're actually giving you your stein. So your acrylic oh. Oktoberfest stein, your beer Those tickets, the, the, the lanyards, all the things that you're going to need. You'll you're, be ready gonna for hand Fest. it to you right tonight. Nice. Well, and we're registering people to win uh, backstage for the Golden Keg Tapping. And don't forget, Shaw, too, when you get those steins, those plastic steins, you get cheaper refills. I didn't know that. So when you buy it, you get a fill, and then uh, I think it's only four tickets to fill that some bitch, even though it normally would, cast, uh, yeah. normally would cost five. So uh, all the info on that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But get to the beer house, the Lacrosse Beer House in downtown Lacrosse. Some great German food tonight. A rock stop. The, the Oktoberfest VIP ticket sales. It's going to be a party man plus they have live uh poker music after six that's cool yeah, 30 to 8 30 yeah 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 uh saturday morning tomorrow uh we talked to brody about this several times earlier this week it's an open house and food truck event at great river harley davidson starts at 11 a.m they also have a ride for autism uh tomorrow morning obviously we're keeping our fingers crossed for the weather but uh brody was saying two to three hundred motorcycles possibly for this ride so it's gonna be a massive ride a ton of bikes and then afterwards at Great River Harley Davidson, if you want to stick around, they've got live music from the Front Port par- uh, Project from eleven mm-hmm. until two. Food They're going to have food trucks, Chili Revolution, and that Sweet Tooth uh, food. Tr- I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, me uh, They just added sweet it. Sweet treats, sweet treats. Uh, door prizes, demo rides, and a whole lot more. Uh, and that's uh, tomorrow morning, starting at eleven a.m. out there at Great River Harley Davidson. Tomorrow night, rocking the prairie. Uh, That's right. That's this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow night out there on Bryce Prairie, out by Angry's Way Out. There's going to be some live music from. Uh, a couple of different bands. The B-Sides will take the stage at 5 o'clock and Brian Frazier at 8 and then Corey Wise at 9 p.m. There's going to be beer. There's going to be food from Stumpy's Concessions, Shaw. We know, I know we've had some of that oh, in here yeah. during Riverfest. And uh, you can get your tickets at the gates. The gates open at 4.30. It's going to be uh, a fundraiser for the Bryce Prairie EMS and Fire Department, which is all volunteer. Yeah, out great there. cause, too. Yeah, great cause. Uh, Rocking the Prairie out there. It's 8 bucks in advance to buy tickets or $12 a day. Of. You can buy them online or you can get them, uh, of course, at the door. And then on Sunday, and we're actually going to talk to somebody about this, Nick. I believe Nick Wenzel stopping by this morning um, to talk about the fifth annual fundraiser for autism at the Home and American Legion on Sunday from 11 until 4. Uh, so at the Home and American Legion, uh, it's a fundraiser for the Lacrosse Autism Foundation, dedicated to strengthening the community by connecting families with local resources, education, and more. It's a 501c3 uh, mm-hmm. uh, status, so it's all legit above board, Shaw. There's going to be food, a bake sale, a gun raffle, a silent auction, music from a DJ, and a whole lot more at the fifth annual fundraiser for autism from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. at the Home and American Legion on hashtag Sunday Funding. As always, there's tons of other events in our area happening. And you can find many of them online at AroundRiverCity.com. You can even submit your events if you got one coming up. And if you want to see my three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. 
missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957 The Rock app.